This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ich girls, we the ish girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom, sit down, boot, triple your boom. Honestine squad, link up, it's like boom. The girls be giving you vibes. Back to It Girls Podcast. This is Jenny. This is Lindsay. We are dancing. We're dancing. We dance every week to our little yeah. tune. <laughs> we do. Uh, so bad. Because it's so awkward just to stare at each other as it plays. Yes. <laughs> so we just groove. We groove. What's that one and that you move. do? Uh, the the, the arm, wave. The arm wave snake thing. I don't yeah. know what that is, but a very 2000s move. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We dance like um, we're on a flipping Heineken ad. In Literally, the 2000s. or like some sort of viral TikTok of like aunties trying to dance. Yeah, <laughs> TBH. Um, hope you're all well, gals. Just a reminder: if you're looking for some extra content, go sign up to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash itgals podcast. You get weekly content. You get live streams. We're doing them loads now because we're fucking loving our new setup. Five a month. Go check it out. Yes, queens. So we put up, we opened up the Tumblr. Yes. But a little different this month. Usually we just kind of like let you go wild. But we wanted some order in the order. court today. Bang, bang, bang. So if I had a sound, we had a sound bite. Do, do, do. <laughs> we could if we bothered to put them in our little roadcaster <laughs> thing. What do we got here? Oh, I love that one. Okay, great. That's I love stunning. that. Oh. Okay, we always... <laughs> Have a bit of a tinfoil hat moment, so now we'll be using that. We'll have to remember. We'll have, we we have all these sound bites that we've never <laughs> fully used, but like I mean, I do. One like, day, I love that one though. Love that. That's fucking stunning. It's like a little fairy. So I'm, as you all know, a big Reddit user. Okay, and there's one subreddit yes. called "Am I the Asshole," and it's so addictive to read from. Because it's all kind of geared towards like super, super niche situations, mm-hmm. you know, that way where you're like, you know, because well, obviously you kind of know when you're being an asshole, especially sometimes in reflection, you're like, oh, I was a little harsh there. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of these are kind of like situations where someone is standing their ground and like people are, maybe people are giving them feedback like they're being harsh. But sometimes you read them, you're like, you're not being harsh at all. Like some people can just be assholes. And you should be an asshole back to them sometimes. I'm sorry. And I think sometimes as well. Have you ever been in an argument with a friend or someone in your family or your fella and you're like, if only someone else was here? Because I know that yes. there's no fucking way 
that someone else, like if there was a referee here, yeah. I would be winning. Yes. I would win this fight. And it's mad that you can't agree with me. You I know. know like, and you're you know, like, what? I Always when you're fighting with your boyfriend, especially. I know. You're like, what? You're like looking around the room for like a second opinion. You're like, come on. I'm always like, if only I clicked record on my phone. And then like, I'm like, I know. am I really going to be that bitch who's going to start like Yeah, like what, what are you going to do with that, <laughs> with that video? Sit there and be like, Sing. send it into the girls' WhatsApp group and be like, is he being totally unreasonable girlies yeah, girlies and they're like yes he is girly so <laughs> but they're still like you're fucking dope i know do you know what the worst thing is with your fellow when you're like i would look go go talk to steve say yeah. what to steve say what you're doing to steve and they go out with steve and then they come back and, well no he thinks i am fucking right you're like well you didn't tell him right you didn't tell, let me tell steve yeah you're like hold on give me his number i am always like tell your mom and see whose side she'll take and does he? Well, no. But like, I'm always like, would you be proud of saying this to your mother? This argument we're one. having? That's would you be? One. Would you be really proud being like your son has grown up to be a, a beautiful man, <laughs> respectful man who doesn't argue over silly things? Oh, the stress! But this is why we wanted to do this because we will be the referees. Absolutely. Oh my god! I meant to say, just a side note. I was watching this before I came. Did you see uh, Joe Rogan? Mentioned Trisha Paytas on his podcast. No. I love that those worlds collided. He had this girl on who's a comic and they're talking about OnlyFans, whatever. And she's like, I subscribed to one. And he was like, who? And she's like, this girl called Trisha Paytas. And like, no way. Like, he's kind of rude about it or whatever, but like, not like overly, but like, Trisha obviously did like a whole response video, which was gas. But she, I was watching Frenemies today and she made $50,000 in one day after being mentioned on Joe Rogan. She was like, Whoa. I got 10,000 people signing up because of that, like, one. No, that wasn't even endorsement. They didn't even show her picture. Wow. And, like, he went, oh, you can keep it. Like, he wasn't even like, whoa, she's great. But, like, their one Ali was like, she goes hard. She's like, she's a savage on OnlyFans. Oh, my gosh. Fair fucking blader. Fair <laughs> fucking blader. So I'm like, oh. Get your cash, queenie. If anyone we know is going on Joe Rogan. Please mention it our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. Yeah. Even tell us, say that we're terrible. Yes. Honestly, yeah. even a bad I think that works better. Oh, yeah, because then people are really interested. Yeah. For sure. I know. I, like, I personally <laughs> love listening to really bad podcasts. Yeah. I listen to podcasts of like other Irish people who are kind of trying to do our thing. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty pleasure. <laughs> um, it's gas. It's so fucking funny. Uh, yeah, I like, I love a good hate listen. Does your, your fella listens to Joe Rogan, does he? I think every fella does. Yeah, I think, I don't know, like, if he listens to it religiously. But yeah. Like, uh, I don't get the whole, like, so I many, always see that bald fuck off somewhere, like, on the screen. <laughs> yeah. He's so everywhere. many people are like, he's such a red flag, like, for, like, men to be into Joe Rogan. And I'm like, that's like saying it's a red flag for women to be into sex in the city. Like, yeah. truly show me one who hasn't listened to an app. Everyone loves a bit of Joe Rogan. But, like, Joe Rogan's, like... I mean, like, he, like bear. he's like a bit of a meathead. Yeah. yeah. But like, I don't think he pretends to be anything else. Like, he I mean, I don't know much about him except like, all I know is that him and Dana White are different people. Yeah. I have to remind myself of that every single <laughs> day. Very different. But I can see how yeah. you got mixed, mixed up. Yeah. But he has great guests. But apparently, I was also reading about it this week. He, um, you know, the way he did that Spotify deal. Yeah. 100 million. And he moved to Texas. 
Okay. His podcast has gone like way down since he moved to Texas, which makes sense. Cause like I used to watch the odd bit, mm. especially when he'd have like a celeb on. Mm-hmm. Cause like, when else am I going to see Miley Cyrus talk for two and a half hours? So true. You know what I mean? In that kind of way as yeah. well. Um, that isn't like to promote an album, but apparently since he moved to Texas, the whole thing was when he was in LA, so many people live in LA, celebs are coming to LA. They're doing book signings. They're doing promotional people so he used yeah. to be able to get really great people and now he's in uh taxes it's like no one's not someone from there. the marine corps it's uh. like oh, snoreville so i'm like joe i mean although i was bitching with this to evan and evan was like what would you do would you move to cork and go to spotify only for 100 million euros i was like sign me up spotify <laughs> <laughs> fucking right i would yeah. <laughs> so true absolutely is he single no, he's married. He has he's children. married. No, yeah, way. he has Fair like play. two girls, three girls, two or three children. I love that. Yeah, me too. I I really like that. And he speaks nicely about his wife. Beautiful. We don't see her, do we? Private woman, I think. Oh, okay, she just does her own thing. Love that. I know. Sure, she. I bet she has a great old life. I think I she's hope. really pretty. I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Yeah. He. I also always get mixed up with him between him and Joe uh, Judice from Real Housewives of. New Jersey. So he's like Teresa's uh, brother. They're like the same person. Both called Joe. Both look the exact same. Both <laughs> short. But like they are like, let me Google him and show you. They are like, every time I How watch. How does everyone, like who does, like Joe Rogan just looks like so many people. Yeah, he does. He, he just looks like a typical, like we've all, we all know a Joe sorry. Rogan. You know the way? Not Joe Judice. Like completely any, Joe I can walk into any pub and there will be a Joe Rogan. There. Yeah. <laughs> Look at sorry, Joe Gorgon, not Joe Judice. Look how alike Joe Rogan he is. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> both from Jersey, both called Joe. I mean Italian. Yeah, for like I mean, what is going on with Joe? Right. Shall we get into this? Let's get into it. You read the first there, baby. We've chosen some juicy ones, as always. If you ever hear us put up um these kind of things for our QA's, we always kind of go for the unusual, the things we don't talk about that mm-hmm. often because I think it just gives a little bit extra spice. Um, just if you're aware, you know, word yeah. them snappy, word them well, and we'll read them out in the pod. That's yeah. kind of the the go-to. Okay. Oh, I love this one. Friend ended up wearing a treasured vintage piece out. I did not lend it to her. I forgot it at hers, but texted her and said, please take care of it while she was out. She kept forgetting to give it back, and when she finally did, it was a brand new item. She clearly lost mine and bought a new one. It was not as good quality. I confronted her, and she said she doesn't know what I'm talking about. Complete gaslighting. She is always lying, so this is the final straw for me, and I'm done with her now, but the gals think I'm overreacting. Am I the asshole? Okay, okay. Oh, we all know one of those girls. <clears throat> that, like, you know, there's a lot of people that you're like, you leave something in their house, and you completely trust them. Yeah. Like, I will find that. If not, I'll, I'll find it washed and folded. Yes. And then there's the other girl who she's chatting on her Insta stories, wearing your fucking top. Or you just have you left pangs there. of anxiety. You're like, oh no. Oh no, I left that in her house. And you just know it's gone. Yeah. That it's been kicked around. A rat has it. And vintage. Ouch. I mean, so what I'm gathering from this, she says that this person is like a known liar. Like, so she lies. And it's so frustrating um, I see myself as I only said this the other week. I am like Bookaroo. Okay. You know the game. Yeah, yeah. And it can be like a little it's it's not it's not the you know, like the vintage skirt could be the thing on top of like you lying about a load of other things. That's just straw the Now camel. I've got yeah. 
Now I've booked my fucking legs and I am enraged and I'm over it. So that's what I think this girl is in that situation. Yeah, it's like when someone has like, do you know what it is? There's always those friends that like, you know they're doing white lies all the time. Yeah. You know that way? Or like people in your group that you're like, oh, they talk a bit of shite or like they'll come out with some stuff that you're like, you know, they might even like manipulate a story in the way that you're like, that is not how it happened. Yeah, but it's yeah. kind of entertaining. So I'll let you get away with it. And it goes on and on and on and you're a few years in and you're kind of getting sick of it, but it's never really been anything that serious that you like mm. really have the right to pull them up on because it might just be them telling you stories or whatever. But then they do something that you're like, hold on. The lying is not going to work about my fucking vintage dress, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Like now that the lying, it's like we've let you get, and then you get frustrated at yourself, I think, because you're like, we've let the lie go so far. That, it's, like, it's a weird one because it's like you can feel so like pathetic being like, but like Vintage Skirt did take it and I didn't even let you borrow it. It's mad that some people will fully like be like, no. Like the, I know. the denial. Like you live on that that river in denial. You're splashing you are, in it. Huh? You are like bathing Cleopatra style or yeah. whatever. Moses, who fucking knows? You're going down the little basket. Was that the Nile? <laughs> um, I don't I think no, it was. It wasn't the Nile, no. Let's see. I think Moses was found in the reeds on the Nile, no? Egypt? Um, Egypt vibes? I mean, I've no knowledge where of the did Bible, Moses, so I don't know why. Where did Moses flow? I don't know if it was like a known river. Okay, okay. You know? Yeah, I'm probably getting confused with the Disney. Um, I'm pretty sure the Disney thing. Yeah, I think it was like... Nile. Um, oh, you are right. Oh, shit. The River Nile. Um, his mother sought to protect him by putting him in a basket to float. I never knew it was a. I, th- a I thought it was just a random river. No, because it's sacred. It's a sacred uh, river. Oh, so you yeah. know that the river would protect him. Vibe. Yeah, and it did, and it, <laughs> and it fucking did. And he inspired a whole range of baskets. Fair play to you, Moses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I know <laughs> Moses baskets. Fucking god. <laughs> In the reeds. <laughs> Back to the vintage dress. Um, yeah, the, the fucking denial aspect enrages me. And But like, I do get that. You know when someone is telling a story or like, and you're just like, that's just wrong. How you're saying that you're completely, but it's like entertaining, but you're kind of like biting your lip to be like, they weren't there that day. They weren't there and you're making yeah. it out that they were there so your story's more dramatic. Anyway, carry on. But then yeah, like, yeah. it gets to a point where they start to like gaslight you and like manipulate the truth to you that you're like, hold on. You can't copy and paste your fucking attitude onto my situation. We were just talking before starting recording about D'Angelo. Mm, D'Angelo and, Wallace. Um, yeah, his YouTubes are very good. They're brilliant. And we were saying that like there was one where he's talking about Jeffree Star and he's saying that Jeffree Star like there, has had a few circumstances or a few times that he's lied mm-hmm. about like his mom randomly or like mm-hmm. we saw with the car for Nate like pretending that he had bought him this car and then it was like fake. Like and, and not even like, like full on lie. They're the smart liars. Yeah. They're like they manipulate aspects of the truth to present a certain story. Yeah. You know that way? So those things can be really hard to like pinpoint and be like, but you did this. And so I kind of feel like this girl is just not respecting Yoes. For sure. Like, She's like not not respecting your items. I find like it's a really easy way to show how someone where someone's respect level is. Mm. I think like if I had something of yours, um, I would like, especially something that I know you like you coveted, I would be like so careful of it. Mm-hmm. And I'd also be like, rushing to get it back to you because I'm like the longer I this yeah. is in my fucking room. I hate when you leave stuff here I'm I like, know oh, for God's sake. I, I and you always leave stuff here 
I'm sorry. I I mean that is well because I'm just like oh mind. I don't I don't want I you know to forget For sure. that I have it and then you know that oh, kind no, of that, thing. that happens to me all the time. You know when you forget that you have something and then someone comes over and they're like is that my belt? You're like oh fuck, no. it is, <laughs> and I I. <laughs> I've been meaning to give you that. My belt never turned up here, did I? I still haven't found that no. fucking belt. Fucking hell. It has not. Or AP to that belt. However, I know what you mean because it, it gives you it gives me an uneasy feeling of A responsibility. Yeah. B, it's gonna look like I'm hiding it on you. And C yeah, I like or robbing. Yeah, I don't want you to think that I'm like trying to steal your damn string top. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so like it like I don't get when people could like not only but there's that wear girl that, like, the item, lose the item, buy a replica of the item, give it back to you and gaslight you into thinking it's the same thing. Girl <laughs> is a damn psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> like that is a fashion crime. That is like she needs to go to fashion jail. Like, like if I lost like if that happened to me, okay, mm-hmm. I'd be shitting it, obviously. If, like, say you had, like, a vintage kind of designery item or something. Now, what like- I noticed as well from this, mm-hmm. um, from what, what are we calling them? Apologists? Apologists. Or oh, sorry, what are we calling them? Am I the asshole? Yeah, assholes. Um, <laughs> what I'm noticing about this one is that she said in brackets, she didn't ask to borrow this piece of clothing. So yeah. she obviously, like, I've had people like that where they just come in and, like, suddenly they're in your knicker drawer and they're like, just using your shit without even asking. No. It's like, wow, oh, okay, oh, here, well, I feel so, like, taken over in my own room, you know? Um, so that's obviously what this person is. She just doesn't have boundaries or respect for, like, small little things that then just is, it's off-putting. And you know this bitch wouldn't let you lo- loan you a fucking penny. Or this bitch is, the, is kind of someone who, like, if there's a tenner just casually on the table, it's in her pocket. Yeah. When you turn your head, you know there's gonna be people. Yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. a girl, my friend, my friend has a friend, and uh, she just little things would be going like <laughs> randomly, like she'd take off her earrings and put them down, they're gone. Klepto. Yeah, her friend would just take shit from her. One time she had like a scratch card with two euro on it. No, in the fucking friend. No, <laughs> friend stole it. <laughs> Like I can't fucking deal But we all know When those people Who are yeah. like Randomly robbing from you or like, And it's like small things Like yeah, you'd be your vape a, You'd be on a night out And there's a wallet And they'd be like Oh fucking deadly Let's take that And you're like <laughs> Or we could just Literally give it to the bar Or like your leap card You'd be like Yeah no I usually top it up 20 euro ago And they're like Oh yoink You're like what <laughs> Mine though Or like a literal 20 euro Could be like Falling out of your pocket yeah. you're like Oh You lost it Who's to say it's yours? Like, yeah, or like it's, they'll be like, no, I, I saw it on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Because it fell from my pocket to the and ground. They're some like, people do no. have that like level of entitlement to like other people's possessions. Yeah. This girl clearly has that. that. They, they don't think they're actually doing anything wrong. But yeah. I think she obviously messed with the wrong hun because... Call her out. Yeah. Call her out. Yeah. Call I her out. I don't, I don't agree with like ending the friendship no. and like that. It's it's You don't need that stress of like it messing up with the other gal pals who are now like, thinking you're harsh. I'd be like, I'm shit. wise to it. You can't fool me. Like I'd be like, hell yeah. no! I know my little vintage dress was yeah. X Y Z. This is shitter quality. I for a asked you not to fucking like I asked you to take care of it, and you give me back a different dress. I would I'm just, wise yeah, to it. just call her out and just be like, I've done that before to people, and it is awkward as fuck. It's so like I've been like awkward. I've said to people before, like in front of other friends, been like everyone 
in this group knows that you're lying. So you're literally just lying to all of us and we all know that you're lying. Yeah, like, That's mortifying. No one is yeah. believing you here, hun. What Lying is something like that, especially when it's like this kind of pathological thing that's ongoing and ongoing and like they're, it's getting crazy. But like lies can still exist as long as the liar keeps it going. Yeah. Which so you is have mad. to be like, I'm wise to you. Even if James Charles is there with all the receipts yeah. <laughs> in the world and they're like, no, but look, look, there is video evidence of you going in and taking my skirt. And they're like, it's not your skirt, hon. I'm desperate. I didn't take it. I didn't take it. And they're like, I can see you doing it. So like, yeah, call, liars are fucking around. mad. Next one, hon. Next one. Let's call up. You are not the asshole, by the way. You are in the right, girly friend. Yes, we understand you, hon. But we also understand vintage. <laughs> so that's why. My girlfriend was still going out with her best friend, in brackets, later found out to be ex-lover. After like two months Partying and staying in hotels together So I set the boundary They can't hang together Because I felt uncomfortable Am I the asshole? Wow That is a convoluted tale Yeah So this person's girlfriend Was basically having an affair Now Okay so I set the boundary So this yeah. person says um, They were still So the my girlfriend, so I have a girlfriend, and she's going out with her best friend. They're partying and staying in hotels. Um, oh, and this person found that they used to fuck. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, so I maybe the like they yeah, can't hang out together because I felt uncomfortable. Okay. I now, think I would suggest first off, she's saying the person who's writing this is saying I set the boundary. I don't know if you can set other people's boundaries like that. Well, what they're doing isn't setting a boundary. They're creating a rule and they are very yeah. different things. Similar, but very different. Your ba- a boundary is something that like, as you're saying, Lindsay, you it's are setting. It's in your control. It's in your control. It's to do with your life. Now, there can be boundaries in the sense of like, you know, you're... You could say like certain things make you uncomfortable in a relationship. Maybe someone's actions, someone's words. But there's also like, you have to kind of be like, am I being, am I controlling what the other person does? And am I, is this rooted in anything that's like, that makes sense? You know, like, yeah, they used to fuck. Okay. They used to be ex-lovers. But then, I mean, yeah, it is awkward. I mean, like, imagine your fella was like, uh, this girl I used to ride, we're going out in a night out and we're staying in a hotel room together. But then I think... If that's their boundary, that should say enough about them. Yeah. Like, I mean, if your fella is going out full concessioning four times out of the week mm-hmm. and you don't hear from him and he's just mad into that and he's like, oh, I'm fucking just like, oh, that's what I do. And you're like, okay, well, I'm setting the boundary that it's only once a week. You're only allowed out once a week. Like, they're showing you that they don't have that boundary. Yeah. That it's just like And you your know? boundary is more you being like I don't want to go out with someone who goes out that much yeah. And then they have to decide whether to respect that or not Yeah So I think this person to set a you boundary You set your kind of like Your preferences really Yeah Like I don't want someone who um, Feels the need to Stay in hotel rooms And put me in a position where I'm uncomfortable mm. And like leaving me out of a situation And you're going off partying with someone who used to yeah. get with Like that's not really going to create A great relationship dynamic Yeah and I think that like Yeah your your girlfriend Has to like respecting your boundary Would be by saying like okay I still want to go out with my friend But like I understand the boundary of yeah. like Me not sleeping in the same fucking room with her Yeah I want to make you I want to have my I want to have my freedom But I want to make sure that you're like totally comfortable yeah because like sometimes that. it has to be a bit of a compromise for sure you know because you know 
they had a life. You have to figure out yeah. something that you're both happy with. And it can't they, be they had a life before you. You had yeah. a life before them. Like, there's never going to be this like clean slate of like, wow, we're both virgins and like we've never even looked at anyone else. We don't even mm-hmm. have friends before each other. You know, like there's going to be these awkward things that come up, and you have to be able to make like a compromise. There also has to be like a baseline level of trust because like I think we've all been in that situation where like you're kind of like going out with someone and then they find out that like someone in your life you've slept with and then they kind of make a deal out of it whereas you've really tried to instill to them that there's nothing there anymore you know that just like I mean in terms of trust that's something that you have to live with like if you just give it like I mean why would this person be choosing to be with you if they had the option to be Mm -hmm. with this best friend slash lover who they go out partying with and go to hotels with Mm -hmm. like surely they would just be together if that was why would they not you know so like I understand the boundary of the hotel room like yeah. I think that that's a, a perfectly fair thing for you to say to be like in a relationship for me like I'm not really comfortable with you like sharing a hotel room with someone you used to sleep with especially when you're like drunk and going out and all that kind of stuff now that person your girlfriend has to choose whether to respect your boundary or not you can't but you can't there's a very different you way can't. of being like you can't hang out with Sandra that's because, my boundary because that's not your boundary not, to make exactly that's like a rule and a controlling rule because then it's like now she can tell you who you can't hang out with and then it's like we're like controlling each other's well I mean it just starts off <laughs> with either friendships then it's like gets into clothing or money or what you can yeah. do and not do yeah yeah and yeah. like you can't you know like and I I mean just be people have to be careful with like I would also like to do an episode like this mm-hmm. but where we do it within um, talking about control because mm. so many times I'm seeing people talking about control from the receiving end and very rarely do you hear people admitting that they if ever they've kind of you know found themselves in a spin where they are controlling yeah so Someone. asshole or not I'd say asshole. I don't I'd like say the idea if of we're, like... Yeah. If we're know. on a binary of asshole or not, I think you might be being a bit of an asshole. I understand where you're coming to with the hotel thing, but I think that the way you're going about it is a bit asshole-ish. Sozzy. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. Sorry, honey. Am I the asshole? Please say no, lol. Okay. When my boyfriend and I were casual, he went on holidays to Spain with the lads and said he wanted to be single. So I hooked up with someone while he was gone. Turns out he didn't hook up with anyone on the trip. Months later, we're now officially in a relationship. It's still a touchy subject. Ooh. You are not the asshole. No way. And like this. That is is so fucking like, okay, actually, this is the first one where I'm like, fair fucking play to you, girl. This is outrageous. But it happens all this. I've heard this shit happen so often where the lad or one person doesn't have to be yeah, lad, yeah. is like yeah uh, I'm off to live my life in Spain or America or Canada for a year or even a month or whatever a holiday as they said yeah. so I want to be single for that as in I want to get my hole and you're like okay so then you also act single and they get a problem with it because they didn't because get their hole because he didn't get his fucking hole how mortifying do you know what that is and then They'll try and spin it as some kind of test. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to see if you want to be yeah. Oh, that, that is controlling. No, you didn't want that because... Yeah. It, like, And also, I don't like that. I want to be able to take you at like face value. Yeah, I don't want sure. you to be like, uh, yeah, I want to be single. So, uh, yeah, are you cool with that? And you're like, okay, we'll be single while you're in Spain. Yeah. You hook up with... Like, <laughs> he set the fucking... Yeah, he set the boundary. He set the boundary. He set the rules. And also, like, I think... And then he didn't like his own rules. 
I think where people go wrong with this is curiosity kills the pussy cat, dare I say. Because I think, like, you, did you really have to disclose, both of you, mm-hmm. the information? That's where, like, I think there should be an unwritten rule of we have this, like, thing of, like, singledom, I'm off here, you're off there. I And it, this even comes with the whole, like, I hear a lot with girls who are like, you know, when me and my boyfriend, we were seeing each other casually at the start before we were like committed and in like a relationship mm. where like the lines are more blurry and like, you know, someone could possibly kiss or get with someone, you know, whatever, if someone's like fucking uh, boundaries wearing that kind of seeing each other face. There's always this temptation to be like, so did you get with anyone? And like, you're, it's like us checking tattle. I know. <laughs> you know that way? But I like, feel like- You asked the question because you were like, I only want one answer. I think don't. You have to like, unless you're like No, but I'd it. say, I feel like maybe he asked and then she was maybe. like, yeah, why? You said we were single. And then he's like, well, uh, I didn't. Like, I mean, I said I was single. But, but that, like, we I mean, for together. both of them. I mean, for but both I, of them. Don't fucking ask that question. But like now it gets to a point where like, it's still a touchy subject. Fucking hell, I hate that. Like, oh. wimpy bullshit. Your boyfriend's just so mad that he never got it with anyone in Spain, but you did, and I feel upset. Like, that's well, it's minging. Just re- it's just resentment. It's like, he can't, he's like, resenting you. such a fucking pussy. Yeah, it's like, you, like, you basically- You trumped him. There. And also, you, he wouldn't be mad at you if he got with someone. It has but to like, be equal. <laughs> like, but like, you trumped him there. You played him at his own game. Like- this pathetic little wimp fucking mm-hmm. tried to go off to Spain, didn't get, like, I mean, if you're not getting it in Spain, hun. Uh, oh, seriously. Like, I don't know what you're doing there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you like went away, like, how pathetic. I'm sorry. This guy is like, uh, I need to be single. I'm going away. Goes away. Can't get anyone. <laughs> like, hun. That has to come back. And then it's like, girl, is like, she's getting with lads. Still Fair at home. Play. Yeah. yeah, in Ireland. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think fair play to you Tell your fella to grow the fuck up There is just sometimes where, And also really I would pay Like I know we're lolling about it I'd pay close attention to that shit If that shit's still coming up I don't know how long you're together But like if we're still talking Like we're talking six plus months Yeah if he's making you feel guilty About something that First of all he's chosen to get over And stay with you And so did you Yeah You chose to like get get Not get with the guy that you rode yeah <laughs> and like commit to the guy yeah and it seems like it's fucking whatever he says yeah goes yeah he's because like, hurt and it's small dick energy and he needs to grow the fuck yeah. up and get the fuck and over it. now you know also that if it does end you'll be getting your hole he fucking won't <laughs> he cannot manage to get it for sure so um you're not the asshole girl no you Absolutely are not, not. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, okay, I am official with a girl my friend originally met on Tinder and went on three dates with. In brackets, they had sex once. We've been keeping it quiet as we suspect my friend will freak out. Am I the asshole? <sighs> The secret relate now. Oh my god! Like first I of all, I hate the gatekeeping of people you used to see. Fuck. Oh no, I hate that. But oh. also, like, you gotta be honest with yourself because you're like, making it worse with the secrecy. And are you even like focusing on this new rel if it's so like? Oh my god, the secret. Like, do you know the way? Like, I feel like they don't want it to be a secret, but I mean, they're living in a bit of fear, which a is gonna make you not enjoy your relationship. And B, like the longer you keep this a fucking secret, the bigger a deal it's gonna become. Mm. Because even if it wasn't gonna be a deal beforehand, the secrecy makes it, you look guilty. And I don't mean guilty of doing something wrong. I mean, it makes you look like you're feeling very guilty. So well, then- you're not owning what you're doing. Exactly. Like, so, I understand that like there could have been this awkward moment where like you meet them on Tinder and you're talking and you're like, oh shit, 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 shit. Like Lindsay got with him. But like, you have to be like, who I'm seeing, I've met this guy yeah. on Tinder. You have to be, and look, okay, what's done is done. You haven't, you, you but like, there's no time like the present, sweetie pie. You have to come clean, I think. You have yeah. to be like, I'm seeing this person. Because and I'm it's so it. bad when like, you know, you eventually tell your mate and then they're like, hold on, you've been seeing this. Like, so you've been having a secret, like affair. little affair and like you're writhing around the bed together being like, oh, why don't we tell her? She's going to be so annoyed that we're so in love. I know. And she might not give a fuck. And that would be really annoying on the receiving but I, end. Like, I think when someone like imagines, like predicts that you're going to be all like vulnerable and sad about something, that's so annoying. Yeah. You know, like, like as the receiving end of that friend, you'd be like. Okay, so you both have clearly had these conversations about yeah, me being and you think, Devo. And like, that, like, you've won and got this person that I fancied on Tinder. And, like, you're all like, remember that person you were really into? I, I'm with them now. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, God. It's not like that. Show me some damn respect. It's actual pick me behavior. Yeah. They picked me. It's like, <laughs> it's like, show me some respect and give me the benefit of the doubt, like, the ability to get over someone and, like, be happy that you're yeah. with them and look and if they have an if they have a problem with it they're just gonna have to grow up and get over it because like yeah now we all have that person like you said a gatekeeper who is like gets like has kissed a guy in fourth year and is like as ah, sorry sandra you know that we have a history but even like to a lesser extent like you hear about people on like tinder doing it like we get written about that all the time like i matched a guy in tinder that like someone else matched with. it's like okay Tinder's a pool of people. Like you said, Liz, yeah. when you would be like single and not single, you go on to the same people. Yeah. So like, you know, we're all choosing realistically the same pool of people within our vicinity. So there's gonna be doubling up. There's gonna be like, there's gonna be like, I went on a date with the same guy as you did. I got on. And it, it's, don't get me wrong. It's awkward when that shit happens. Like yeah. it's awkward when you're like, I went on a date with him and loved him and you hated him. And yeah. we awkwardly had, but people are different. You know, that way, like people yeah. get on with different people and you have to just be, a honest with your friend B stop romanticizing the co- the whole like Bonnie and Clyde element mm-hmm. and you need to also like don't project that onto your friend that she's going to be really mad because she might not give a fuck but the longer yeah. you keep it she has a right to be more like weird about it yeah it, it makes it it builds this thing of like secrecy we, and like distrust and, and like we just didn't want to hurt you babe it's like yeah fuck off <laughs> I'm not that pathetic yeah I know you know I don't let it 
So I think you're the asshole. In that I situation. think you are being an asshole. Yeah, uh, Sozzy. Um, so figure it out because you know you cannot like you, there. We have two choices in life: to be sound or not sound. And you're choosing to be not yeah. sound in that. Boyf was texting his ex during the start of our relationship only as friends, but I went mad at him. Am I the asshole? Now this one is a weird one because it's like okay, so texting his ex. I've I like at the start of their relationship. I think that's allowed. I think it's allowed, but let me just play devil's advocate for a second. I, okay. I, I've i just been in this situation before, okay? I've been in a situation before when I, have to. I, when I was seeing someone, kind of casually, mm-hmm. and, but like, for a while, you know, we're talking a couple months here, but it's still like, we're not like, you know, calling to the boyfriend, girlfriend, boy, yeah. okay? Um, and his ex is like, texting him a lot, calling him a lot, and... I just remember being like, you know, I'd be like, what's going on with that? Yeah. Because uh, it'd be like when I'm there, you know, that way he'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, like Shauna or whatever. Like, she's ringing me again or like, or, he, or even like, he wouldn't even be like trying to like put her down. Like, fucking ex call me. He'd be like, the phone ring. He put it down. I'd be like, who's that? And he'd be like, it's Shauna. And I'm kind of like, there's a reason she's calling you though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm like, you're <clears throat> like, don't. You're still, I like. I think it's okay to be like in touch with your ex. Don't get me wrong, but like, there's a different vibe. I think you can pick up the vibe in your like womanly intuition away, where you're like, you guys are clearly still like. Maybe you're not being one hundred percent honest with her in that like you're still you're might be seeing someone else. You're kind mm. of like she's fully feels like she still has the the go ahead to be ringing at like two a.m. or yeah. like texting you nonstop. And it's up to him, obviously. To no, I think at boundary. the start, I think at the start, it's a, a bit okay. And I agree. Like sometimes when it's at the start and you're kind of like, okay, he's still friends with his ex. Okay. And then it gets to a point where it's like, okay, this is a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Now. Let's just fucking I think chill. Like, the friends thing, I think it's easy to figure out when they're like legitimately friends. Okay. Because like, as I said, <clears throat> we, he and I, this guy would never like, he'd never be like, oh, my friend. Shauna or my friend Caroline like his ex you know the way he'd be like oh my, oh yeah we used to go out but like we we're hanging out the other week it would only be a thing of like texting and her calling and that kind of thing you know mm. that way so I think it's like <clears throat> if it's a sense that like he's friends with his ex like that he's like oh we went out years ago and you know we hang out or you're hearing stories and passing that like they're still friends of the same group yeah that's forgivable I think but when it's a kind of thing of like why are you still keeping like, I think you can just tell when it's like, you're still fucking vibes or she still thinks that there's definitely 100% a chance. Or, or yeah, you're keeping her on ice. Yeah, keeping her on ice. You're, she's orbiting. She ha- maybe has no idea or maybe she does have an idea and you just have this weird thing where like every time you break up with someone, you're very much in each other's life. Um, So that can be awkward. Now, do I think it's completely wrong to do? No, it happens all the fucking time. But I think as well, this girl's saying, I went mad at him. I think you have to not go mad at him. For sure. You have to be able to like... Allow a conversation that can be like back and forth Level-headed. and not like screaming at each other or calling them certain names yeah. or like even suggesting that there's something going on or that like that's not appropriate or you know this kind of thing because yeah. like you just have to be like so what's going on there like if only for your own dignity <clears throat> girl like this, yeah this I remember the, <laughs> I was listening to a podcast once and this person said and I was like god it's so damn true they were saying when you start to go out with a guy, you're basically kind of like trying to hide any insecurity you have for as long as possible. Because the minute you show an inch yeah. of this doubting, jealous, insecure mind that like everyone struggles with, okay? Especially a lot of women, I think we do struggle with that. 
that's when the guy's like, ugh. So like, and like, I'm not saying only to do it for like the guy because it's good for your own brain to practice without indulging into yeah. the jealousy. But I think, yeah, we're so scared to like, and you know, she's saying here, I went mad. We're so scared of being the crazy bitch who like, oh, fucking hell, my missus won't even let me do this or do yeah. that. So like, I think we're so afraid of being like gaslit as that you know the way like if you yeah. present something that you think is like totally like unreasonable and they're like whoa like i never knew you were fucking crazy when you were so sound at the start and it's even like, if it's not a gaslighting thing though it's like that is really annoying like if you're starting to see someone and the minute they get a sniff of your ex like again to play devil's advocate on my own fucking point it is annoying when they go mad at you you're yeah. like holy shit like that would make that would give me the ick immediately 100 it's something that like fair enough we're two years into a relationship people can blow off the handle and you can forgive them easier. If we're only seeing you for three months and you're flipping the lid at me, I'll be like, eh, eh, Yeah, it's like, hold on, it. this is not enjoyable. Like, I was bopping around grand yeah. And do you know who's going you. back to? The ex. Yeah. Because she's sound. <laughs> so, like, just be talking normally to yeah. your fucking partners, you know? Yeah, don't, I hate that, like, there's this, like, idea that I think some, uh, girls and women have is that like the only way to get through is like to be on fucking mad yeah, someone. Yeah. And it's like, it's so not like people don't listen to that fair enough you're loud and you're angry but like it i think it's a control like a control is in like you're trying to like get the reins so i be like oh, i'm the fucking man i'm putting down the rules but like at the end of the day it's a no it it no one responds nicely to that it doesn't like you don't get your point across i think you're trying to show the impact that yeah. like you know, those actions haven't you. And you're trying to be, I think it's this whole like, I don't fucking stand for that fucking bullshit. I'm a strong woman. It's yeah, like, yeah. whereas like you actually just come and call it really childish, I think, to be the screaming and And shouting. unreasonable. Like, yeah. I mean, if you think he's doing something unreasonable, aka writing to the ex and you're not down with it, talk to him and be like, first of all, you got to figure it out, you know? Like, mm -hmm. because everything, everyone has their hashtag truth <laughs> in this fucking day. Yeah. You know, like sometimes... There's reasons why people are still in touch with their ex and those reasons can be kind of toxic. It can be like, oh, look, she's gone through a hard time and yeah. I just don't want to fucking whatever. You know, there's all these different things. Mm -hmm. But you do have to be able to converse about difficult things in relationships. Yeah. And normally. I and I think like if you want to be with this guy and you enjoy, you like him and you think he's like, you know, a reasonable person you should meet him on that level and be, you know, figure it out together. Cause he might like end up confiding in you about it or like being like, oh, yeah, I know. Like she, maybe she doesn't have that many friends or maybe she, who knows what, as Lindsay said, there can be a fucking myriad of reasons of why someone is still in contact with their ex or they could just be genuinely friends. And like, yeah. who are you to tell someone you can't be friends with your ex when like they have a genuine friendship? Yeah. Life is complicated. It's like in Sex and the City. When oh, Carrie you goes, haven't dropped that one in a while. I know. <laughs> when Carrie goes, um, when you're in love and you break up, where does the love go? <laughs> Into their new relationship. That's what Samantha oh, said. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Carrie is like, no, Big does not have what we had with yeah. Natasha. 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 <laughs> okay, my bestie's boyfriend is abusive. Long story short, he does not like her. Um, he does not like her to go anywhere without him. Everywhere she goes, he's there. We used to have a monthly wine night at mine. He even started showing up and eventually we never got to see her alone. I banned him from coming, coming to wine nights and she told me if he's not invited, she won't be going. I stood firm hoping she'd come without him and we'd get our girl back. All the gals took my side and we haven't spoken with her since. Am I the asshole? Wow. That's so fucking intense. It's really intense, really complicated. Again, I think very relatable. I think people have had like on a sliding scale situations like this. But I think you're being the asshole. 
Oh, I think I disagree. I think you and your friends are being are isolating her in what you know to be an abusive and toxic situation. And I don't think the answer is like being like, we're banning your boyfriend when you know the impact of that on your friend. If you think you're this guy is genuinely abusive whether it's psychologically whatever the fucking level is I think that one thing I learned from that episode we did with women's aid is like as annoying and frustrating as it is like what the only thing you can give someone in that situation is like access to you as a friend and I think this whole like me and all the girls you know we all took the side it's like she's now what just fucking left with her boyfriend she doesn't even have that one little outlet yes that's so inappropriate so annoying so controlling that he's turning up all the time but I don't know if you've helped your friend there. I think you've just helped your own situation with your girlfriends that you don't have this fella hanging around. But like, mm. what's going on with your friend? Um, I get that. I, I, I kind of, I feel like it's a, it's a really complicated matter for sure. Um, you know, I think that the person who wrote this in is very, seems very aware and is like, you know, she said in the opening sentence, like my friend is in an abusive relationship like Mm -hmm. her boyfriend is abusive so she's not like undermining what she's seeing and I think sometimes you know I think we've spoken as well about past relationships where it can feel I don't know how to help in these situations because it can feel isolating in both fucking regards absolutely it can feel isolating you know when you're going to the wine night and everyone else is leaving their fellas at home and your fella is making a show out of you and making like and just turning up and it's so uncomfortable and you don't know how to deal with it and you don't want to start fights with your fella you want your friends to just like I mean but you know it is sometimes it does take a stand like that being like this is not appropriate it's her house, this girl. She has them in her house, she said, this why night. And it's like, we're taking a stand and not kind of like um, accepting this behavior. Now, yes, it firstly puts the friend in that position of just being with the fella or whatever. But it's like, we aren't entertaining this abusive relationship. We're not, like, I can understand not wanting to be around um, an abuser. 100%, like, I get that. But when I do think that when he is still, like, that's, even though you feel like you're putting down a boundary and you're putting down the thing of your house, I think who is winning is him. Because I think that abusers, one thing that they tried to do, as we learned, is that they tried to isolate you from your friends and your family. And what has happened now, she's isolated from her friends. And I think that they do that on purpose. Like, it's so fucking manipulative and, like, double-handed that, like, they'll turn up to your friend's house to your girl's night. Like, obviously, so annoying, so inappropriate. I wouldn't want to be around. I'm sure, like, there's, like, you know there's some not like there's some abuser turning up and being charming and lovely he's probably a fucking dickhead as well and you all don't like him so I can understand you not wanting to be around him but I think that like unfortunately your friend has a better chance I don't think that that as much as it makes sense in the time to do that of this whole like I won't be around him I don't think that that in the long term will actually help your friend leave him I don't think she'll be like well well." you're cutting off like a circle of trust there and you're also kind of saying like okay, now we disapprove of your relationship and she's just going to think, well, all I have now is this guy. It's a it's a really complicated one because I've been in that situation yeah. before where, like, I had a certain friend who, um, you know, always, like, she just had no freedom, barely, you know, so we'd if we wanted to see her, we'd have to go over to her house and, like, you know, you're then around mm-hmm. a, quite an abusive situation. It's really uncomfortable. You're trying to throw in little words that could potentially like, you know, talk about the elephant in the room, which is like, 
Oh, and it, you're squashed down. And it's just, it's a really uncomfortable space to be. It can, and like, I mean, we know so many people, ourselves included, who've been in abusive situations and you don't want to be around that. Yeah. And it is a difficult one because I'm sure they want to help their friend. But like, it's, you know, and that's the power of um, abusive relationships. I think you like, know, they, yeah. it bleeds into like your friendships, your family. Mm-hmm. And I think people don't really know how to hang out. Or how to deal with them. Like, I think if you say for your own kind of, like, mental well-being that it was just, like, really affecting your, like, monthly meet-up with your friends. And that's, like, especially in this day and age when you're never really seeing people. And you mm-hmm. you want those times to be, like... Special. Enjoyable and, yeah. and like, healthy. Yeah. Um, So I would, like, just still try and, you know, be in her life. But I do think that you're allowed to have a boundary. I think you're allowed to have a boundary... But- 100% but I would just be careful the only thing that really struck me is the whole like all the girls took my side I just think that that sounds like she probably feels kind of alone I know that feeling like when I was with my abusive ex I not that my friend my friends didn't turn their back on me but I I know that feeling of knowing everyone knows and like knowing everyone hates your fella and like feeling uncomfortable and like being that couple who's like fighting in front of everyone I know that feeling so I think that like for someone to double down that because there's so much shame in being like in a relationship like that it is even more shame when people like not that you shouldn't acknowledge it because of course you can help your friend by acknowledging it but by being like we don't want him and everyone taking one person's side and then her being isolated she could be really embarrassed to come to you for more help so I think that like the best way to kind of deal with those things is just even if you don't want him in your house fair enough that's your boundary but I would just say try and keep contact with her in your yeah. girl's friend and ma- and try and make sure that like they there's not this whole like we're against him kind of thing in the girl's group or the, the WhatsApp chat you know like uh, the more aware she is that everyone's on your side and no one's on her side that can feel very isolating so I just think that 100% have boundaries try help your friend I understand that it's coming from a good place you know what I mean? I understand you're not trying to isolate your fucking friend. I mean, in my situation, I sometimes was like, you know, getting spoken to badly or treated badly in front of friends, family, you know, and like no one said anything. And that felt so isolating as well. 100%. And it would actually, if an outsider had said, um, like what these girls are saying, if an outsider had said to me, like, you know, making, making it known how like, this is not right treatment. Like you should be able to go to a wine night with your friends and be able to go alone and like nourish your friendships without I think your fucking fella. I agree. And I like that they're standing up for that. I like they're standing up for it. I just think that you can have that conversation. With, you know that by banning him, you're banning her. Now I would say again, like, I mean, and it's difficult as well. And it's so hard to know. Like if it is a case of like him present, him being at all the events, can you say it in front of him? You know, you yeah. could, did you try to do that? Like, were you like... Can you call out bad behaviour as he's doing it? Yeah. Or does that put your friend in a vulnerable position even more so? Because then she's going to be like, why yeah. did you let her speak to me like that? It's really complicated. And I don't actually know if there's like, there's no like one right way. No. But definitely like, you know, keeping in contact. And if she doesn't want to talk about the fella and if she wants to just be like because we've all been in that situation where your friend's like my boyfriend's are great isn't he yeah. that time he was just really moody that night don't worry about mm-hmm. you know trying to like excuse it mm-hmm. and if she wants to you just have to go with her yeah you know it's a tough one it's a tough one honeys okay next one 
My ex called me a whore for two years straight and constantly accused me of cheating on him. So I did and I dumped him. Am I the asshole? <laughs> so insane. Ah. My ex called me a whore for two years straight. I say you reap what you sow. Yeah, like I mean. I, there's nothing worse than someone, like I've, we've said it for years in the podcast, right? If you are going to be that person in a relationship, man or woman, whatever the fuck, doesn't matter, who's going to be obsessed with this cheating narrative. You're going to cheat, you're going to cheat, you're going to cheat me, you're going to cheat me. Guess what I'm going to do? You're probably going to push me to fucking cheat on you. Anyone I know who's been like that, their fella or their girlfriend has ended up cheating on them. And I think you truly speak it into action because yeah. the person's like, you're, you're bringing it into the relationship. You're bringing it into the relationship. You're showing it as an option. And also you're bringing, there's so much resentment involved in that. And I also think that like, if sometimes people, like humans are funny people when it comes to like psychological warfare like that of being in a relationship of like you're gonna cheat you're gonna cheat I think at some point if you're being treated like you've yeah. cheated anyway people are like fuck it I'm gonna fucking cheat well you. it's like you've already gotten the you've already gotten in trouble for doing it you it's may as well have cheated every day you are saying that you haven't cheated you haven't done it but they keep on bringing <sighs> up and they're calling you a whore you're like you know what? You think I am. Yeah. Okay. This is what you think of me anyway. So there's no change. It's yeah. like, this is why I think it's really important in relationships to give trust. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, when someone trusts me and that feeling of trust, it's like a feeling, you know, when you have that kind of like respect that someone that like you love and that loves you, Mutual. trusts you and also loves themselves and respect has a certain respect level. That is unspoken, you know? Yeah. It's not like they're saying like, uh, just make sure you don't cheat me when you go out because I actually gave you my trust. Oh that, my God, that yeah. Doesn't, yeah, uh, don't hold it hostage yeah. like that. Like, it's an unspoken thing. It's unconditional. Yeah. You know, that way, like I think, I can understand there's some levels of like where trust is earned, but I think at the end of the day in relationships, like every day is a choice and uh, trust is always a choice. Um, mm -hmm. And if someone hasn't given you reason to not trust them, you, it's actually better off for your relationship just to like actually give unconditional trust. Now, of course, there's boundaries. Boundaries are always in play in these things. But if you're going to like, to your boyfriend or your girlfriend, if you're going to constantly like, you know, bring up like projecting this cheating narrative onto someone when they've given you no inclination of them doing so, it's re it's actually like, it's, I think it's psychologically abusive because yeah. you're being, you're kind of looking for a reason to treat someone. It's it's also like self-destructive, right? It's like this whole thing of like, I don't feel like, you know, that I'm safe. worthy of someone to- They don't feel safe or yeah. secure. And I think like any relationship, any good healthy relationship is about that feeling of security and just being content together and you know being able to get through stuff together and without these major ups and downs and stresses mm. and stuff like that so you know if you can't enjoy a relationship that is going well and where you're not cheating without constantly being called a whore mm. or that you're potentially going to cheat or by your partner being so insecure and like rocking the boat for fucking no reason yeah. I agree it's completely self-destructive and I yeah. hate that in relationships yeah, me too it's like it's annoying when you when you're with someone and it's sad because they're so insecure and yeah. like they're so um like they just have such a low self it is low self-esteem because it's basically saying like I don't deserve someone who doesn't cheat on me it's like because yeah. it always comes from this point of like everyone's fucking cheated on me so you're gonna fucking cheat me too you know that's usually the narrative yeah. of it um but I think of course like you know cheating isn't a great thing to do it's not respectful blah blah mm -hmm. blah but I when I say you're not the asshole I'm like I understand how you got to that point I understand how you and you don't like him. yeah you're probably like fuck you see you later you want to see what a whore does okay 
let's go. So, <laughs> and it, it's sad for all involved. Yeah, it is. it is. Don't you do know, it again. Don't do it again. Yeah, <laughs> don't get used to it. Am I the asshole for getting with the guy I told him not to worry about straight after me and my ex broke up? Now, this is kind of similar, right? So, like, it's the same with, like, it's you know, but she didn't cheating. cheat. And then, yeah, she didn't cheat. Now, you know the way this, like, think of it flipped, right? Okay. You know, when you've got a boyfriend and there's this girl that they hang out with and you're like, I think she fancies you. And they're like, what? No, no, there's nothing between us. No, I don't actually even fancy her. And then, like, you break up and you're like, oh, th- they're in a relationship on Facebook. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, there is that great, that, like, sometimes you're good feeling. It's not that they're, like, waiting to get with the person, but sometimes, again, womanly intuition, you're like, hmm. Mm. I think that just sucks. Yeah, it does. But there's nothing you can do about it's a, it. Sometimes it can be a bit of a quinky dink as well. But again, as yeah. you said, it can be that thing of like, he might've been really jealous of this guy and put it in your head. Yeah. Like, you know, that way of like, fucking hell, Sean, you're fucking all over you. And you're like, don't worry about him. And then you're like, don't worry about that fucking sexy Sean. Yeah, yeah, you're like, oh. And then you break up and you're like, Cause Cause it's kind of like, yeah, because you're kind of like, okay, this person's my friend. Yeah. Can you just like get on board with the friend? But like she, obviously this is coming from the perspective of the girl who was mm-hmm. like, no, don't worry about him. And then she got with him. Um, Are you the asshole? No, because you broke up, first of all. Like, is it going to sting the Straight guy? after me and my ex broke up. Look, it's going to sting the dude, but also you broke up. I mean, that's the fucking weird thing about breakups yeah. is that there are no rules, only unwritten ones. Mm. And they're and randomly has, and, very... And people pip, cherry pick which yeah. ones to choose. And it's like randomly respected. Like there is that thing of like, I mean, it's so shocking to think of like, you know, you're in this intense relationship and then you just like go and... But it happens. It, it does. It happens. You're like, this is wild. Well, there's but a like, reason why we hear about these situations because it happens more often than not, I think. And you it's know, because way. it's like, it's what it is. You know, it's like, there's no... Like I know... In like a perfect world, I'd break up with you and then have a three month single period where I'm reconnecting Eat, with pray, my love yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But like sometimes you just like break up with someone and then you're with someone else. Yeah. And you're like, wow, this is fucking crazy. But guess what? Ronan Keating said it. Life is a roller coaster, baby. <laughs> you just gotta ride it. I mean, like, yeah, it happened to me. Yeah. Would I, if I was writing my life before I lived it, would that be the path that I choose? No. Yeah. But did it happen? And what are you going to do? Do I regret it? it? No. Are you the asshole? <laughs> you tell me. Um, I'm not, what's the word? It has to be anonymous. Oh yeah, true. I'm going to keep my cards closed to my chest. No, I think it's like. Come it's, on, stick up for me a bit. No, I think it's like. I mean, because where are we getting this? Where are we getting the idea that you have to have this like certain time period afterwards or all this kind of stuff? It's all made up. It is. And I, I, I mean. You know, I can, as you said, in a perfect world, if we're all perfect people, of course you'd want to like, you know, you don't, you never. In a perfect world, you've just, you have one boyfriend and you marry them. Yeah. (laughs) And you don't want to hurt them after you break up with them and all the rest. But also it's like, at what point do you stop yourself taking advantage of opportunities that are given to you, especially in like things that are rare, like finding someone that you could fall in love with. Yeah. That's a rare thing. So, and it's also sometimes on a ticking time clock on. I know. <laughs> like you could sleep on a guy for a few months and then fucking he's like, yeah, yeah. his green lights on. <laughs> and I mean, you're like, fuck's sake. But, you know. Yeah, love, love don't wait. Yeah, I mean. I but get, we're, again, we're sold that like, if he's, if he's the one now, he'll wait. Yeah. That kind of thing. You're and sold I'll, all these random fucking you're lies. You're also like, you're the only person who you're really, you know, held accountable to is yourself. 
And you, you kind of have to think of it in the, I would always kind of toss it up in the long run. Well, you have you to make you way? happy. Because that's what I mean. It's like, you have to be like, okay, what's going to, you have to be a little bit self-serving too, sometimes, especially mm-hmm. if a breakup. Okay. Yeah. You have to be kind of like, what's going to make me happier in the long run? You know, like, could this guy, you know, am I going to be texting my ex being like, guess who I fucked last night? Sean. Like, no, that's rude. That's fucking asshole. Don't rub his face in it. Yeah. But like, if he finds out that you got with someone, he's going to find out you got with someone at some point. And you it's know? like That's the, the the nature of breaking up <laughs> Yeah We're getting with other people And sometimes I feel It can maybe give them a boost of like It's over It can really close off a relationship If they find out you've actually like Got yeah. with someone And then it can be like Okay they might be like Right I'm going out and getting it And then you're like Yes <laughs> Go for it I know It's it's tough But like You really just have to make yourself happy Mm-hmm. You can't be worried about the guy that you broke up with. And you can't be worried about like your presumption of what he thinks, blah, blah, blah. You know, that way. Gay guy here started cross dressing recently. Brackets, I look, look banging. I set up a grinder in my female form. A uh, quote unquote straight guy I always fancied from my year in school slid into my messages. Been chatting, swapping pics, etc. But now he's really pushing to meet up for a bang. He's totally... <laughs> unaware he knows me am I the asshole for not being totally transparent do, and do I meet him <laughs> that's insane I l- sorry like okay <laughs> call me like you know super fucking straight I don't know much about grinder, but like so you can be straight on like you can be girls can go and grinder and no guys. N- no but like a lot of trans girls would use grinder sometimes yeah so it's like not that like so it's like kind of a I guess like but he's saying that he met a straight guy so he yeah, set up well, a female um he set up grinder in my female form so he's saying that he's a girl well I think that a lot of from what I would guess and from what I know my brief knowledge of grinder would be like a lot of trans girls would use grinder so it's kind of also known as a place for guys who are into trans girls to also meet trans girls yeah you know what i mean um so maybe he's like straight like he's obviously straight if he's into like you know a trans girl but he maybe he doesn't know that this guy is not trans he's a dude cross-dressing very different thing you know that way so i guess he's like this guy maybe in the outward world is just like i'm not here for lads Mm mm-hmm but he's on grinder, so he's either curious in guys, maybe guys who cross dress, or maybe he's just a straight guy who's into trans girls. But the guy's predicament is that like he doesn't know that he knows who he is, that they went they know oh each my other God. from this what is so from school or something. This is so complicated, Jenny. I can't fucking deal with it. <laughs> it's not that complicated. He's like catfishing, basically. Yeah. With the mix of gender, right? Yeah. Well, he's catfishing as in like he's cross dressing. So yeah. he's presenting as female on Grinder. You know, take that out of it. Doesn't that yeah. part doesn't really matter? I the, mean, I think you got it. Yeah, I would find it. Set, I'll put myself in the position of being like, right. I was on. Imagine if I was on Tinder and I was matching. I matched with someone, and then like we met up and we kind of forgot that we had gone to school together. That would be random. So I think yeah. it's good to be transparent about. And also, if you're you, like you know someone on exactly any dating app, and you're planning on meeting up with them because like. And I think that like you're kind of in a safe enough space because it's happening on Grinder, you know. The dude knows what app he's on. Yeah, it would be harder on Tinder. I feel to kind of then randomly bring up like, by the way, you know, I'm cross dressing, and you know that I'm actually like mm-hmm. Sean, who went to school with you. Um, yeah, which, like I'm using the word Sean now instead of Owen. We always yeah, used to say yeah. Owen. <laughs> I know. We're, mo- we're moving on. We're moving on. We're with moving Sean. On. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just think, keep thinking of Sean Trisha Paytas' ex-boyfriend. So do I. <laughs> but um, so I think that like you're able to, like it wouldn't be as of a shock, as much of a shock if you brought this up yeah. to him. There's lots of people who like go on as drag queens on Grindr, cross-dressing. Maybe he said. knows. And Maybe. He's, like playing along with the fantasy. Maybe he, like, I mean, and also like, you know. Not that you're a fantasy, no, but like there is a fantasy you know, like within maybe, cross-dressing. Well, then there's always also a fantasy between like, you know, the idea of meeting someone again on yeah. Tinder that you used to know back in the Dizzy. He's like, dressed up like, as someone else. Yeah. Like, you know, like this there's a myriad there's a whole different spectrum of like, you know, sexuality. And you're saying that you used to fancy him, like maybe he used to fancy you and this is like a beautiful yeah. love story. But I would say, like, I think to make sure that it's like fully consensual. The person has to consent to the person, the actual person they're meeting up with. You know what I mean? As in, like, you can still have that fantasy if maybe if he's like, I'm really into like guys who cross dress and you're into cross dressing, yeah. that can be cool. But I think that you have to have the baseline of consent out there of like, by the way, you know that I'm actually this guy. Yeah. He understands. Cool. We can still go ahead with the like pretending yeah. crystal or whatever it is. There's you a know way, that way to bring it up. Yeah. You know, in a nice kind of like sexy way, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. Like, am I being asshole for not being totally transparent? Probably. But yeah. do I meet him? Yes. But under the guise, get that conversation out of the way. Yeah, before you meet them. Yeah. Like, have a little play. See if, like, I mean, how dumb is he? Not that you don't look bang, and I'm sure you do. But, like, you know, I'm sure he, if you're sending pics, like, he might be, he might be fully aware. He might yeah. just be on there for guys who cross-dress. That might be his fucking So, like, thing. just be, like, saying it. Like, you do know who I am, or, like, something like that. Yeah, for sure. Like, you can bring it up, and it, there's a way you... I'm sure in your conversation there's been ample time to bring it up, so maybe yeah. bring it up now. And then once you get that out of the way, you can go guilt-free into meeting up with them. And yeah. if, also, if he is then, like, freaked out and says no, like, it's better for you to know that now, yeah. then. Like, also, don't put yourself in danger by, like... Well, like, if he's freaked out and is, like, not into it, that's, like, let him make his choice. Yeah. Uh, but like make sure he knows who but he is. like he has to be presented with the truth so he can make his choice because that's yeah. like dodge behavior and also like just in terms of like safety like don't meet up with someone and this goes for like you know all sorts like if he truly th- say he does think that like you're not who you are people there's weird people on these apps that can like get angry and then have some sort of thing and beat people up that's happened before so yeah. i'm just saying don't put yourself in fucking danger like let you know if he's gonna get angry let him get angry via text let's all just be honest <laughs> yes for know? sure and, for um, sure but also whilst protecting ourselves um i don't tell my boyfriend when men slide into my dms or flirt with me when i'm out including old flames slash exes who do it often i never reply or flirt but my friends all tell me i'm going behind his back and that should tell him every time am i crazy um Okay. I don't think you're being an asshole. No. Because I think that... you're not riding back and not flirting with these guys. And that's the boundary. Yeah. Right there. I think that... Mm -hmm. You can't control who writes. You can't control who writes to you. You're clearly a good looking person who's going to get hit on. And that's the reality of life. You know that way? Like, Well, on on Insta, you're putting up the stories of the like dancing and the having fun. And then guys are writing back with the flame emoji. But even if you're out, like not now, but like if you're out in town and some guy comes up and asks for your number. What am I supposed to do? Go home and tell Evan? For what What good is that going to do him? Mm. I think that that can also be, I think that's, people can use that to almost like control their fella sometimes. To be like, oh, I was fucking hit on. You know that like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so, so wanted. I'm so, like, especially when, you know when lads do that? Like I've heard, you know, if, if the tables were turned, if a guy was like, oh, she wanted to suck my, I'd be like, 
Another girl on my DMs, you'd be yeah. like, okay. Like, I don't want to know that because it's only, it's first of all, like a boundary of privacy. Like you have it to be able to have your own privacy. It also feels fucking weird being on the receiving end of that. Like, yeah. you know, when you just like are checking your DMs and there's some random lad being like, ah, you're a spicy little thing, aren't you? You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? And it feels like, I think we're so used to that narrative of, of like, you're asking for it. We've mm. grown up with that. So when you like put up a picture or something that like you're looking good, you're feeling confident and then like a fella writes something like kind of smarmy back, you're like, oh. And then yeah. like, you know, now I would kind of, I mean, I keep it to myself. I keep it My to myself. My friends wouldn't even know that I'm getting like a hell of a lot of slides. In fairness, <laughs> I, get, I get none. <laughs> I get barely any. The odd random like, Account from India. Yeah, I know. It's like, hello, beautiful princess. And I'm like, replying immediately. (laughs) Hello, my prince. The only time (laughs) I've ever told a fella was if I can't, like, say, for example, this would be a situation where I would disclose, okay? Mm -hmm. Say I've accepted the message ages ago or like when messages used to just go all into your inbox. So uh, I'm seeing the flames or we've had a previous conversation and then I see that he knows my boyfriend. Not that I, be, oh, I would never yeah, yeah, be flirting yeah. back, but if it ever came to the point that I thought like- If it's like your fella's friend or something weird like that. His friend or someone he kind of knows. Acquaintance. I'd be like, like, here, your friend fucking Mo is <laughs> hitting me up, like putting flame emojis. Because I want to be like, I'm aware, I'm not interested. And I'll, you know, here we but go. You also want to be in, you know, the right frame of mind or, or the right relation. Because say if like, maybe are you, cause like you're writing in to our Tumblr with this. Mm-hmm. Are you afraid to tell your boyfriend that you're getting these sliding I think her friends, DMs? I think her friends are more freaking her out. Cause I think that she's like, I'm not telling them. And maybe it's cool in their relationship, but then her friends are being like, you're gone behind but like, his back. Why do your friends even know for it to be this like buzz conversation? True, true. Like why are you like, like, I mean, I'm not out with my mates and putting up a nice pic and then like you get the odd fucking whatever and being like, Jenny, sorry, just look at that message there. Yeah, just yeah. be saying I look Did good. Did you ever get them? But like for so argument's annoying, sake. It? Like, oh, would you ar- tell your boyfriend? Like, you know, just making conversation <laughs> yeah. out of fucking nothing. Like for, the DMs. For argument's sake, let's just say it came up as a conversation point. Like they were asking, do you tell your boyfriend? And she said no. She was the only one who said no. They're all making her feel crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I just think that like, in relationships, yes, you have to be honest with each other. But like, there's some shit that isn't going to help our relationship with them knowing. You know you're never going to act in it. Yeah. So what's the fucking difference? Well, it's out of your control and that is stressful. Yeah, because like then it's like... When it's like, you know, and it, but also things can be made into a big deal that shouldn't be at all. Like if For I sure. went to my fellow and was like, mm-hmm. I have something to tell you, sit down. There is a man from India who keeps writing to me and it's quite sexual. <laughs> like, and him being like, what? It makes, like, it, it makes it a bigger deal, for sure. I think it, you it know? can blow it up into this like big monstrosity. Like, I mean, cause like I wouldn't want to know if some random girl was like, maybe didn't know that Evan was going at me and she was writing to me like, <laughs> hey. so funny. Like, cause it's like, I trust my fella, but like, it's like, I don't, need to know about every single person who fancies him. Yeah. Just like he doesn't need to know if any guy's like, she's hot. All those fucking men. (laughs) (laughs) That half the population of Brazil is in my DMs. (laughs) 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 And yes, they want me to help them find 
an internship. Remember yes. that guy? Oh, <laughs> yeah. From Johnson & Johnson or something, didn't he work for? Oh, my God, maybe you can give us a vaccination. Yeah, Go and get him back up. Up on the live. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was iconic. And I went on live Fucking with all these, iconic. like, Indian men. <laughs> um, One was driving a truck. Do you remember him? He was driving... Oh, was He was on live with me. No. While driving a truck. No. I, that was my wildest live. <laughs> Remember the guy in prison? Like it was so the, fucking The insane. prison guy was, remember the dicks? <laughs> How did those, it, like, Instagram must have been less strict. Yeah, no, I remember that. Like, oh my God. Like, you were Instagram live used on, to be insanity. You were like, in full on like beneath the foreskin action. Oh my gosh, it was gross. Well, no, not really. I, that was only once. Mostly because I was chatting to them. There yeah. was only one D when I opened One it. D in the DMs. It was like, um, what you call it? That chat room thing. That chat was roulette. On, chat roulette. Yeah, yeah, it was like that. Because remember, it wasn't it something like your live would go, it'd be on like the homepage. Remember they used yeah. to put like lives that were really popular. Yeah. So then remember you were like on live, it was like 100 people, 200 people. And then all of a sudden it was like 2000. It was all these Bangladeshi people. I know. It was, and they were writing in like their language. Do you remember <laughs> that one guy who about. kept sending you videos of like his town burning down? I know. That yeah. was crazy. I just, I, I felt bad. Or the time that we got like so stoned on the on the train going back from oh, Galway, God, that was so stressful. And I was having like an existential crisis. I thought my life was a movie, so I put you my... were loving life. I, I was, was but I was deep down freaking out. Like yeah, I remember, yeah. like I was freaking out, but you were like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, ah, and I was pissing myself laughing. But when I sobered up, I looked at my recent Safari search, and every page was one was how to get unhigh, how to uncannabis, how long does cannabis high last? How long does vape cannabis high last? It was like eight pages of this oh shit. My I was like, ha Lindsay's okay. Cause I, you know, when you're like so stoned and you're like too stoned, you're afraid to speak it out loud. Cause it gets I know. worse. You're and like, you think everyone can tell that you are. Yeah. So you don't want to like prove them right. Oh, it's 420. Oh my God, he has queen. Are you going to blaze? Queen. Oh, you know it, honey. Oh, you know it, honey. But anyway, on that train, Lindsay was like messaging because you were just like in desperate. What was I doing again? I was being insane. Oh yeah, that's why I started riding back to- Because we were blowing up on, I think, Gals Who Snap at the time. Because we did an Instagram, we were wild. We were doing an Instagram live in a hot tub twerking and they hated it. It was a cold tub. It's actually a warm tub. Yeah, lukewarm. Lukewarm, looking over the beautiful Galway train station. Yas Queen. And we blew up on Galsy Snap. They hated it. Yeah, because we were shown off. Uh, yeah, we were. Fairness. And we were like, oh my God, look at my abs. <laughs> Isn't that random that I was drinking last night? I have abs. And we woke up skinny and low and yes. we let everyone know. <laughs> <laughs> and then fucking I was so out of on the train Lindsay was like needed conversation you were just like talking to that like random man and, he, I was. and you were like offering him a job I think his life was so grim like I mean he was there was fully like it was crazy just a lot of throwing fire in his throwing village. like things up like there was like some sort of building on fire they were throwing things at the window I know he was live streaming it to you I know I was on another planet it was really weird. I was like in that They used the internet a very different way. Like there was yeah. a guy from India who would send me just like an orange in a glass of water. Like an orange. Wow. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I and loved like a picture of his wife being like, my wife beautiful. I was like, she is very beautiful. Why? why are we, what? <laughs> Is going people, on. Some people use the internet in crazy, crazy ways, like wild ways. <laughs> it's like, amazing. But like, I get sometimes the all the time the DMs. Like, I'll just get like someone sending random photos, and it's like, 
a view. I enjoy it. I'm like, oh, I like that view. I en- I enjoy your content. <laughs> Will I be it. accepting your message request? No. Well, yeah. Keep sending them because I can see them without you seeing yeah. them. <laughs> I know. It's beautiful. <laughs> okay, girls. We'll be back next week. Bye. Catch you later. Bye-bye-bye. T-T-Y-L. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.